It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie? Oh, sure. I'm the one with the fake leg. Can we give it to someone else? And Paula? If we roll around in this little scooter, I'm large. Everyone's staring at me. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome, welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 52. Ugh, ugh. Can you get any opera in there, you think? <coughs> Let me try it again. Probably not. Ugh. No. The opera gene skipped you. No, I can do it. I just... Stephanie and I can do opera completely. You and Allison have none of it. You, you can't do can that do? thing in your throat. Yeah, Stephanie can do like a little like... She can do the opera. Well, and she can also like... Um, you know the sound your tongue makes when you roll your tongue like yeah. she can do it with her throat she can yeah I can't do that wow yeah, talent. right. talented I had no idea well welcome everyone to another episode of the ugly truth welcome iHeart listeners Stitcher and iTunes and if you download it straight off of our website thank you very much hello how are you hope everyone is enjoying the week and the Olympics Olympics. We'll get to that a little later because, you know. It's on. We have to talk about it. Well, yeah, it's it's the only thing on. <laughs> and it's funny. Be, well, we'll get into it. But it's just, it's it's the show that I think that everyone loves to hate or hates to love. Pretty much. You can find pretty much anything to bitch about <laughs> for these world-class athletes. It's true. Really quick, though, I want to tell you the story. You know how I have a love-hate relationship. Actually, it's a hate-hate relationship with a grocery store. I hate the grocery store and I you know unfortunately we are not wealthy enough where I can send someone to do these things I have to actually go physically go to the store and purchase food for the family and there's a store that I have discussed in the past where it is where the lower income level folks tend to gather and purchase their foods we you would classify them as undesirables what do we call them? The misfits of society? I don't know. A misfit even sounds like a compliment. I think you just call them the dregs or the undesirable. The dregs of humanity. I just, you know what? It's just, hey, I hate everyone's got to eat. Right? <laughs> and if you're so much better, then why are you shopping there? I was just going to explain myself. Okay. I go there because it was right next to my child's middle school. It's like a couple blocks away. And I needed some produce or something. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to run all the way across town. When I'm right here, I'm just going to run in. And usually, like, in the middle of the day, most of these scary people are sleeping or not there. So I can run in, grab my items, and run out, and there's no problem. So we're walking around. We're getting our items. And I noticed that I picked a cart that, you know, all the carts are shitty there. It's not like there's they're good carts. They're all really beat-up, crappy carts because people steal them, and they they push their groceries home with them. And so they get retrieved they've by seen, people. They've seen some miles, these cars. They've seen some things. And so it's like, I'm like, this feels a little weird. But you know what? I'm just getting a couple of things. Too many that I can't carry them. But, you know, in and out. So I'm, I'm on my way out. And you know that feeling you get when you hit something in in, the, in an aisle, like a plastic tab is on the ground, and you hit it just right, and the wheel stops moving completely? Yeah, you get a flat tire. <laughs> yes. And so that happened. And of course, I have my 13-year-old with me who's already acting like she doesn't belong to me. Oh, because <laughs> You know how kids are when they're that age. They're like, oh, I cannot even believe I'm here getting <laughs> food with my mom. Oh, my God. I hope I no don't... one sees me. Yeah, I know. I don't I mean... eat. 
God. <laughs> so I'm walking. So of course I'm walking. And so I hit something. I'm like, oh my God. And the whole cart went down like 90 degrees. I'm like, what the hell? And I went ah! like that. And I looked down and the entire front section of the wheels fell off the cart and fell over onto the sidewalk of where I was standing. Like the wheels came off? Literally came off. Like somebody unscrewed them. They fell off the cart. Where did they go? They were just laying there oh, underneath the cart. I didn't know cart. if they were like, you know, wayward Rolling skis. Away. Like when you ca- crash, they just kept <laughs> <No>. going. <laughs> it, because the wheels on the front of a cart are connected to this long metal bar. So the metal bar like fell off and I'm... Look, I didn't spend enough time to investigate as to why they fell off. If if there was some kind of rotting metal or a screw was missing, I don't care. Sounds at this like a point. bad, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos. It thing. was terrible. <laughs> well, it, it, I just couldn't believe it because I said, you know what? This is why I don't come to the store because these are the kinds of things that happen to me. So you were in the aisle, or where were you? No, I was out on my way to the car. Oh God! And Tell me happened- you weren't like in the middle of like. I luckily I was not. I was Thank just getting God. ready. Just getting ready to dip down into the parking lot. So I was still on that sidewalky thing that, you know, the, the front of the store place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I go, Malia. And, of course, because I think this will assist me. And so I'm like, Malia, look what happened. And she's on her phone going, yeah, oh, oh my God. So I turn, and this <laughs> this black woman is behind me. She goes, girl, I saw that. <laughs> I've never seen that before. And I was like, yes, this is very like, embarrassing. Right, right. So I'm like, Malia, get some groceries. You know, let's just get out of here. Let's just flee. God. But because people are so lazy, there was like five other cars parked along the side. So I just snatched one and then I pushed all my stuff and got out. But I'm like, this is why. So I'm in the car and I turned to Malia and I said, Malia, this is why I hate going to the grocery store. Things like that happen to me all the damn time. And she said, I have to agree, Mom. I've never seen this happen to anybody else but you. I said, it's true. In all of my 13 years, I've never seen. In my long life walking the land of Earth, I have never seen anyone have as much trouble as you do at the grocery store. It's not just a grocery store. It's life. I mean, I just keep thinking if that had been me, it would have happened probably at like (laughs) six o'clock at night with, you know, 100 cars zipping through. I would have had both kids hanging off the cart. It probably would have been raining black outside. Oh, my God. You know, cars honking at me. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Scrape it down the the asphalt? Literally, the cart decided to give up on life and die right here. At least it didn't tip over and, you know, apples start, you know, rolling down the street or anything like that. Flying down the parking lot. Tampons. Well, today, I was at the grocery store today. I was at a different one. And I was at the nice one. And I walk in, and I don't know what is going on, but there were security guards everywhere. There was a bunch in the parking lot, and then there was a bunch in the grocery store, like three or four. And that's a lot for a grocery store. Maybe the president was shopping. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe they heard I was coming. I have no idea. It's so I walk in, and this man from a different land was standing at the entrance, and he gave me a look. Every and I'm time like, you yes. say that, I hear that song, I come from a land down under. <laughs> <laughs> and so I walk in, and I, and I look at him, because, you know, because why not? He's standing right there in front of me. So I look at him, and he gives me a look. And then suddenly, every aisle, there he is. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, you made a friend. yes, because I, <laughs> I am one that needs to, somebody needs to keep an eye on me because clearly I look like I'm going to shoplift some beans or something. Is that God, it? God, I don't know. I couldn't wait to get out of there. I just couldn't wait. So sick of grocery stores. I'm not a fan myself mm-hmm. and I really hate 
doing it. And when I go, I just try and like I I I look like I'm running a race or like I'm on that Guy Fieri store or show like <laughs> grocery, grocery store, store wars or whatever it is. Yeah, and I am just like hauling ass through those aisles, just slinging things in the cart because I want to get out of there. It is so true. I don't know if you can hear in the background, but you know my new apartment. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it's probably not in the most prestigious neighborhood so there's a nice helicopter patrolling outside naturally oh no i can't hear anything i was just gonna ask you about your neighbor fuego he uh, introduced himself again the other day oh did he forget that he met you i think fuego was so on fire (laughs) (laughs) he was blazing that night that i met him that he had to tell the story again he's like oh children children are moving in are you our neighbors yeah that creeped me out but you know, he seemed harmless. I didn't. Harmless. I didn't get a molestation vibe no. from him. Just you know, I'm so stoned out of my mind. In fact, I did had to go to my neighbor the other night. It was about ten o'clock, and he had his front door wide open, and I was just like, "What? What is that smell? I'm like, is that is that a skunk?" And I thought maybe oh God. something got sprayed, and so I opened the door, and it was like. <laughs> opening you know the front door to Cheech and Chong's house oh no and his front door is wide open and there's people in the living room you know and it's it's all smoky and hazy and so I'm like hi evening he's like hi and I'm like you know my kids are getting ready to go to bed you know would you mind turning your stereo down he's like yeah sure you know put his put his blunt or his joint in his mouth and you know turned the stereo down kind of waved at me I'm like all right good night you know and so I went back inside (laughs) I'm like well you know pot smokers aren't violent they're not gonna do any peace loving right they just want to sit and do what they do and and he does all day long with his little dog Coco Chanel so (laughs) and she's she's a chewini She's very cute. Oh, maybe Pablo needs a friend. Oh, Pablo loves to sniff her butt. And he, oh, God. He is all over her. Because she's actually smaller than him. If that's How is even, that even possible? And so um, he feels like a, a big badass when Coco comes outside. And oh. so she runs up and, you know, he, he doesn't just take a sniff. I mean, he burrows he that. He shoves his nose deep in her cooch. <laughs> Whatever. Her anal her, area. Her chawini. And so. Oh, my God. Well, good for him for meeting a little friend. So, yeah, so the kids and I are getting a little bit of culture um, in our new digs. And <laughs> well, so it's a six-month lease, we'll be fine. There you have it. Fortunately, even though it, I would say um, the people that live in this complex are probably the same ones that shop at the grocery store that you don't prefer, as, <sighs> as do I. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I am like them. No. I wonder if it's just the combination of ghetto and white trash. I wish it was ghetto. It's white trash. And I can't take it meth heads oh god just trashy people that i just gross people who've been disabled for a really long time and they're angry <laughs> about it well i mean if i had been disabled for a long time i'd be mad too like if i you know didn't Living have trailer and legs past my knees and i was all diabetic and i just can't stand you know that what? would upset just- me and then I'd be like, great, now I have to keep eating to live, but I can't have anything that has sugar. I'm going to roll around in this little scooter. I'm large. Everyone's staring at me, you know, and they're looking at me like, what do you need food for? And it's just like, okay, I get it. I'm fat. What am I supposed to do? Not eat? You know? Stop defending these people. I'm not. I'm just you imagining, are. for lack of a better term, I'm putting myself in their shoes, even though they don't wear any. Well, you go right ahead. I won't. I will refuse to do that. I'm, I'm putting myself in their, in their prosthetics. And trying to imagine. I wish they had prosthetics. They don't. They just pin their leg. They pin their (laughs) pant leg. Or wear shorts. Hey, at least those are the ones that pin it. They're not just letting the nubs hang out. (laughs) 
No, but they'll wear extra long cargo shorts so I don't have to see the nub. The little knee star scars. Oh, God. I feel bad. Every time I see those, it makes my legs itch. Hey, Hugs, producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. Okay, so I have to tell you something funny. It's, I, I, I'm funny almost, or gross? Well, I have to tell you something gross that I know you're going to like and you're going to look it up later, and I don't want But don't okay, well, even show me anything after I inform you of this that I found. I will immediately send you a picture. But, you will not! So, you no, will not! So two things. I think they're age-related. One, a couple weeks ago, I thought I found a white hair, like, on my scalp. Really? It was short, it was little, and it was white. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's just a freak thing. Like, maybe it was a cat hair that got stuck in there, or a dog (gasps) hair, or anything. The other day, I found another one. Oh, no, you're going gray? They're little, tiny ones. But I've I've only... Did you pull them out? Of course I did. Thank God. But I've only found two. And so I was just like... Okay, well, since you're not having sex right now, and you have a full bush, do you have any down there? I found one once, but it was... (sighs) Kind of like a hair that would grow out of a scar or something. I don't know. Like a, <laughs> like a, like it's a damaged follicle. I don't know. Weird. Weird. I don't think I have gray pubics. But anyways, so there was that. And then I did shave actually the other day because, oh. you know, I'm trying to not like let things go crazy. And thank God. No situations. No. But the worst part is, is. For us, and I'm sure it's the same for you, when you shave, it literally only looks good for an hour because then after that, I get all broken out and rashy and mm. gross and, you know, it's before you, I mean, and depending on the razor I'm using, I mean, my vagina could look like a, a 16-year-old boy's face the next day, you know, it's just... <laughs> yeah. You get the road rash. I'd almost prefer, you know, the 70s bush because it's just like, well, take your pick. You can be with the 16-year-old, you know... Pimple face. Football player or, you know... 70s peace-loving Afro lady. Right. But anyways, so... So those are your two age-related situations? Well, not so much that, but I shaved and the rash that I got actually spread to my thigh. Maybe you're allergic to something. No. I think what it was is I think that when I was shaving and you know how you like spread your legs as far as you can when you're doing it. Yeah. I think I might have hair that grows a little bit up on the thigh. Well, yeah. I'm sure you do. That has never happened before. It has been isolated to the (laughs) vaginal area. It's spreading. And I'm like, this is not acceptable. Well, maybe you've just been neglecting it for so long that it was always there and you just didn't know. I am not okay with having pubic hair on my (laughs) leg. Well, get rid of it. I did, but I'm just saying. We'll continue to do so. Just do it. But I'm thinking. Maybe you should get waxed. Right. Okay. After you. (laughs) Yeah, right? not happening anytime soon. I'm just too afraid something's going to rip off. Like, You're going to rip my lip off. I can tell. I said that. Okay, so I've really been trying to watch myself at work, but <laughs> I did say something a little off key the other day. I was, I forgot what we were talking about. I was telling uh, one of my bosses about how I had liked the show Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Oh, right, right. And they're like, well, why didn't you go on it? And I'm like, uh, because I'm not <laughs> a stripper and I'm not 20 and I don't have giant fake boobs and blah, blah. And so they were joking about like stripper poles and stuff like that. I'm like, I could never get on one of those. I'm like, I'd take one slide down. I'd probably tear a lip off. And so 
And he just kind of forgot. He and he just kind of stopped and looked at me, and I'm like, You're "Like um, professionals." I was like, "Oops, sorry." Just <laughs> so. kidding. I don't have lips. I'm like Barbie down there. I'm sorry. I was but he started laughing. He says, "Paula, he's all you say some of the funniest things I've ever heard." <laughs> I think he was just baffled that I'm like, "I tear a lip off." Okay, so the other day, I don't even know how I came across this bizarre, strange thing. You know, there are people who have the OCD disorder where they pull their hair or they pull or they pick at their skin i i might be we're vaguely familiar with those situations right perhaps so there is a gentleman he has taken this to a whole new level he's claiming that he doesn't have any of these disorders that this is just he is he is plagued with ingrown hairs okay and so he's constantly having to take tweezers and pull ingrown hairs out of his body Okay. What's worse is that he's actually decided to get a macro camera lens and he films. I've seen that. You have? You filmed, he films himself pulling them out. Um, Like the super, like, you know, magnified by like a hundred times. And he takes tweezers and he pulls the ingrown hairs out of his skin and he films it. Yeah, I've seen those. You have? Apparently he's taken it to a whole new level. Like, it's unbelievable. It's definitely interesting to see there's i've told you about the website he posts like five times a day or five times a week or something well he must have a lot of ingrown hairs but no i've seen it before i think he has an issue (laughs) i think he has an issue he's probably like some sort of hair pulling voyeuristic freak but he's he's taken all of these these and he swears he doesn't have trichotillomania which is the hair pulling disorder and oh and youtube found it too uh graphic and so they don't let him they don't let him post on YouTube anymore. I'm positive it's probably on popthatzit.com. No, it's a, he has his own website. He's got that many, huh? Yes. It's Why? like a thing he does. I'll have to, I well, I really I don't want to look it up. I'll I don't want to find it. You probably will. The okay, ingrown so hair videos that were too disgusting for YouTube. Here that's they it. are. That is it. Have you seen those? I probably have smooth aberration. It's a Vimeo account. <laughs> Oh, gross. Vimeo. Yeah, I have seen this guy. Oh Ew, he's not just like, he's got like what blackheads and stuff too. It's, you know what, Paula? I can't even, it's making my mouth water in the bad way. I can't oh, even believe I told you. This one's gross. All right. Enough already. Yeah, these are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No good. No you good. Doing? You know, that's the fun You're thing about those You're looking up now. Videos. Close out the. <laughs> my mouth is starting to water as well. I can handle certain combination of things, but I really struggle with hair and pus-related items. Yes, exactly. Like, I could do a pimple, or I could do, like, hair pulling, but I can't do, like, a black-heady hair. Oh, God, my mouth hurts. Stop it. Oh, my God, stop it. Stop it, stop it. Oh, my salivary glands are going insane. Do you know I actually saw someone driving, and there was a passenger in the seat. The passenger literally had their feet on the dashboard... (gasps) And, like, their heels together like it was a whale's tail. And there's spuds up against the glass. <gasps> that is so I wrong. started screaming. And the kids were just like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? There's a hillbilly next to us. Why is that necessary in life? It's not. That's bad manners. I just, I, I can't think of a lower form of life than <laughs> someone who sticks their spuds Bare on. feet on glass. On some, in someone's vehicle. Like, on the dash. I know. They're the passenger. Even I know. if it's, like, I 
well, I would never do it in my car. But even if it was my own car and someone else was driving, I just think that's so disrespectful just to stick your giant fucking feet on the dash you know <laughs> here's my toes bleh, you know and someone's like trying to like use their blinker or turn it's like you can't not see them i want the truth you can't handle the truth oh my god i know i was gonna tell you what okay so i i placed this link on a friend's page the other day on facebook because he's really obsessed with poo and it was funny Gross. but i was getting my hair done the other day and neil my hairdresser and i we were chit-chatting and he said they're doing this new thing now where some people have their intestines, they need to get a reboot on their intestinal tract. Like they're just not processing food properly. Okay. And there's this there's this old way of doing it where they would literally take fecal matter and the bacteria that's in fecal matter and they would inject it into your lower intestines to reach your upper intestines to get the good bacteria that's in fecal matter no. to reboot the intestines wait they want to inject your butt with poop yes other poop like not even your own foreign poo yes (laughs) okay and they would do it via enema and i'm sure there's a way to somehow refine and pull the good bacteria without putting waste in your body who donates this dung basically i I want to know know. any anybody probably but anyway like going to the blood bank like here i you know i've really got to take a dump to make a deposit you know (laughs) right (laughs) i'm here to drop some kids off at the pool (laughs) hey mom i got a new job where are you working well i am collecting samples for a very prestigious (laughs) medical facility it's it's very cutting edge it's extremely uh on the brink of assisting a lot of people who are having difficulties with their intestinal tracts trying to reboot them i'm in waste management (laughs) and waste management it's on the fecal points i'm a i'm a fa what's an fa i'm a fecal analysis i'm a fecal administrator gross anyway so my point is is that this method of getting this bacteria into the upper intestines wasn't working very well and so now they have found a way to pull the fecal bacteria that's good for you out of fecal matter and they put it in a pill and you eat it no no you don't I just that can't happen. And I thought, you know what? Maybe that would help Jamie, your I am intestinal tract. I'd rather die than take a pill of poo. I would just rather <laughs> You would literally be eating shit. When someone tells you to eat shit, you're like, "Yes, I know." I mean, can you imagine what that would make your breath smell like? Like once it starts processing in your stomach? I can only assume that this is somehow refined to pull out the smelly portion of the poo and that it's just the bacteria. Well, I'm not doing it. I was just telling you that I read this, I discussed it with somebody, and it's very cutting edge and, you know, hey, you never know, maybe you're going to be actually eating bacteria one day if i ever did it's because they wouldn't have told me what was in it like they would or they wouldn't tell you where they got it yeah they're like what do you think we just pulled this out of our ass actually yeah i do i think you did you probably did i'm trying to get to my trip to napa but we keep talking about gross stuff it's never gonna happen yeah there's really no natural segue for that so there is no segue from uh, from what we've been talking about more pleasant i guess more pleasant things instead of you know poo and and nubs and god what's with us we are on like the morbid curiosity kick and of course when you just said when you said nubs my knees started itching (laughs) so dry well okay so you remember our aunt used to have a prosthetic leg (laughs) 
Yes, I'm quite aware. Okay. What did you do? I used to play with it all the time. With her leg? Yes. When we would go visit, I'd like walk it around, you know, or I'd put my leg in it. Wow. Or I'd put dolls in it and like, you know, look, I'm at the top of the castle. <laughs> and she didn't care. Of course she didn't care. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, I think I was like Olivia's age. So imagine, you know, if you had a, a fake leg and. Oh, sure. I'm the one with the fake leg. Can we okay. give it to someone else? Okay. Um, a, probably a more believable scenario. Let's say Allison had the fake Thank leg. Thank you. I figured that would fit more (laughs) well and olivia probably would find lots of fun things to do or play with or bend it or i mean you know how kids are there's like what's this this is fun you know and it'd only be a matter of time before you know ryan was chasing her with her trying to kick her with it or something i was gonna say and you know honestly whenever we would come to visit she never had the leg on they were probably very uncomfortable they were really uncomfortable i don't want anything fake on me i don't want any limbs removed and replaced with anything so are you the kind of person because i had this one friend once and she says like her literally her biggest fear was her teeth falling out and she would have nightmares where her teeth would fall out and it's like probably like the worst thing that could happen to her so are you like terrified of like losing a limb or something like that my biggest fear is getting diagnosed with something that i will not that i will ultimately die of even if it's in 20 years well, I don't think anybody really wants that. What are we doing? Why? Why we're spending? We we spent all this time talking about all these morbid things. It's true. I, well, What's hey, going on? Once you get me started, can't stop. Welcome, to, welcome to my mind. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let me get to Napa. Monday, everybody had the day off, and we decided to hit Napa. We took our car. Now, Daryl and I, <laughs> we always end up arguing when we get in the car. At some point, I. <laughs> I'm sure that it's me. I mean, it has to be me. But I don't like the way Dale drives, especially the way he drives my car. Okay. And he's just a little careless. He just can't do anything right. He's just a little careless, and it's dangerous. And I'm super, I'm hyper aware of driving right now because I'm teaching one of my daughters how to drive. And so I'm super picky. Because I don't want her to make any fatal errors while she's learning. And so I'm aware of everything. So we're in the car. And whenever I was taught, when you see brake lights ahead, be prepared to brake. You don't fling up onto somebody. Like you say I do that, but I actually don't do that. I start braking pretty far in advance. You right. like don't break until like the very last second, it seems. Well, Daryl, he, he acts like he doesn't see it. And I'm like, break, 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 you know, because I can see it coming from like a mile away and he's still going like 60 miles an hour. I'm like, you are going to plow into somebody. So that'll be the first thing. And he's like, I got this. I got this. And I'm like, I know you do. I'm sorry. I try really hard because I know it's okay. Right? Right. So we're in the Bay Area and we're almost to our exit. And it's trafficy because it's a holiday and people are, you know, coming home from Nevada County. You know, they're coming home from this from skiing or they're going to Napa or whatever. So we're sitting there. We're getting he's getting ready to change lanes and he doesn't look and he almost sideswipes somebody. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, honk, honk. And I'm just like, God damn it. (laughs) I tell you all the time. (laughs) I was so angry. I was angry angry and he's like i'm really really sorry and i'm like don't talk to me about this right now 
<laughs> because I hate being right about stuff like this. It was very quiet on our way to lunch in Napa after that. So we get to we get to the restaurant and at this point he's like, Okay, we can't let my almost killing us, you know, ruin this day because it's like we never get to do this during the week so we should really enjoy it i'm like okay yes you're right we're going in so we go into mustard's grill it is completely packed but we had a great meal and it's a wonderful place we had a little wine we were people watching a little bit and there was a couple sitting next to us because it's one of those restaurants it's really popular so there's tables like literally two feet apart all the way okay. okay it's not my favorite thing but we got a good table we were next to the window and we only had one person next to us. Well, it's one of those restaurants where everybody looks at everybody because celebrities are known to frequent the place because, oh. well, you know, like Bobby Flay loves their pork chop because oh, they're, and they're okay. known for their pork chops or, you know, just the, you know, the, the Tyler Florences of the world. They they will eat there. And so everybody's looking at everyone to see who you are, who you know. It was just very pretentious. There was a lot of pretentious people. The couple next to us. They were probably our parents' age. They were probably in their early 60s. And they spoke not a word to each other. They literally sat there together and didn't speak a word. And Daryl and I were like, how do you do that? How do you go to this place? See, sometimes I wonder if you've been married so long, you just, you've said everything. You know, well, it's perhaps, but it was just such a lively place. They're just and like, could so you please not ruin my meal by talking? Right? <laughs> I mean, he was he was more enthralled with the waitress and the wine selection than anything. And then the, there was a table on the other side of them. And the one guy was acting like he knew everything about wine. And the waitress is like, oh, are you in the wine industry? He goes, no. I just know my wine. And he, oh, she's well, like, good okay. fucking for you because that's useful information in life, you big <laughs> douchebag. Exactly. So we we finished our meals. Everything was great. We, I, we were like, let's hit the bathroom and then we're out of here. So I go to the bathroom and you have to wait. There's only two. And, you know, I went in, did my business, decided to put a little gloss on and someone tried to open the damn door. And I'm like, what is up with me in bathrooms <laughs> and people trying to come in? I'm I don't a magnet understand. for famous people. You're a magnet for people opening the door while you're God. Right. So I open the door, getting ready to give some bitch the evil eye, and it's some pompous San Francisco man. He was gay. He was a gay asshole, though. I, and I, you know what? He just was. He was on the phone being an asshole. And but I'm why like, why was he trying to go in the girls' bathroom? It, they were unisex. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was just two bathrooms. And so I opened the door, and I'm getting ready to give him a look, and I had to literally look down at him because he was a shorty. Oh, geez. which means he had a Napoleon complex. And I'm just like, God. And he, and he wouldn't even look at me. He just kept talking on the phone as he walked into the bathroom, waltzed into the bathroom like he owned the place. I said, oh, God, we have to get out of here. So we're in the parking lot now. This kind of segues into what we're going to talk about a little bit. We're in the parking lot. And you know me. I am bitch, bitch, bitching about Mm -hmm. the environment of people that were there from the deaf mute couple (laughs) to the. Uh, you know, the family that decided to cart out the old man who could barely walk and, oh, and feed him alcohol to the pretentious uh, homosexuals from the Bay Area who clearly know everything there is to know about wine and, you know, are entitled to break down bathroom doors whenever they feel like it. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. And I said, I. <laughs> OK, so this is exactly what happened. We're walking to the car and I said, 
I just cannot stand people <laughs> who think they're so pretentious when they're not. Okay, now if that doesn't sound like someone who is incredibly pretentious, I don't know who is. I don't know. Da da da. I hiccuped and burped the second, the moment the words escaped my lips. I did the hiccup burp, and Daryl crawled under a rock. He lost it. He was hysterical. He's like, "Oh yes, pretentious indeed." And I would have punched him in the mouth. I'm like, you know what? Just get in the car. Just get in the car. You're probably thinking, you giant drunk bitch. Oh my god, I couldn't be more obnoxious. Were you carrying your shoes in your hands, or no, not yet. It was early, but it was. I just was like, you know what? This it. This is why I will never, I, I could never be a Beverly Hills housewife or, you know, I could never oh, be God. one of those women. I could, well, that's just not even an option for no, me. No, I, mean, I could not ever, I'm, I have no grace. I have no, um, a, no couth, apparently. <laughs> Nothing. It was awful. Well, I mean, the good thing about me, not, I guess, versus you is I don't really think too much of myself as far as, you know, standards or, or <laughs> whatever, like. I get weird going to fancy places. Like when I go to restaurants like that, you know, when they put the napkin on your lap and everything, I'm like, oh, thanks. And I'm just like, oh, this is weird. I hate that. I um, will immediately take myself down a peg or two the second that I think I am better than I am. That's what happens to me. It's being awkward. It's we are absolutely awkward women and it runs in the family. It's been this way since birth. I can't think of a time when I wasn't awkward. It just, it is what it is. And it's hysterical. I mean, it makes me laugh my ass off. I mean, how many times have I fallen? I don't even, I can't even count. I cannot walk. I can't walk sober or drunk. No, it's true. I mean, I I have uh, like five giant bruises on my thigh and <laughs> I have really plushy socks on the corner of all of my furniture in my bedroom because in the middle of the night I have to go pee of course but I can't actually go to the bathroom and make it there without impaling my thigh on the corner of a piece of furniture and so now I look like I've been beaten with a stick on one leg <laughs> and I'm just thinking I know it's there I know the bedpost is there but you're going to hit it a million times but I'm still gonna just and not just hit it I mean I am just going to like literally gouge my thigh I might as well just take my leg and slam it up against the corner of the bed <laughs> no it's so true Okay, so we're awkward. And I sent you a list, the 23 signs you're an awkward person. And you and I started looking through them earlier, but I'm going to start at the bottom and I'm just going to read a couple of them because I absolutely relate to a lot of these. Okay. Okay. Like in high school, your heart drops when the teacher tells the class to get into groups. Oh, God. It is so difficult, isn't it? Is it not the worst to sit there and look and scan and look around going, where am I going? I don't even know. Okay, here's one that I I do daily. After what? enough fumbling, it's safer to just bail. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been having an awkward conversation with people, especially if it's a group, and they're all looking at me like, what is she talking about? And I'm like, okay, um, bye. And I bye, just kind of go walk away. And, you know, thank God most of the times you're there. And so I just yes. walk up and be like, I just said some really stupid things to a bunch of people. And they're like, oh, God, what did you say? here's one um and then i have a story to tell you about this uh sometimes you forget how to form sentences this is very common for me yes 
a couple of years ago, uh, we, we've been going to this farmer's market for, for a long time. But a couple of years ago, we went to this one farmer table and in, it has nothing to do with it, but it was a predominantly Asian. And so because we were buying some Asian ingredients, like, you know, whatever uh, radishes and lemongrass <laughs> things like that they were selling i didn't realize radishes were an asian vegetable but go ahead it's what these farmers were selling they were asian farmers so i bought this really farmers because it's important to the story and i will explain to you okay okay. so i bought this really big bushel of shards was charred from them and it was you know i got it and i set it on the the counter and i didn't um, mess with it until the next morning because it was too big to put in the fridge and it, mm-hmm. you know it's fine sitting out it's just yeah. swiss chard so when i went to open it up and clean it out and cook it the inside looked like it had been eaten by something oh my god and i was like oh crap there i got one that like a critter got to well no the critter was in the shard yeah and i said that is the last time i am buying any vegetables from that table so we started going to the one across the way where they're all Mexican. Okay. And that's the one we've been going to for years. And it's just, I don't know, we just prefer it. It's, they just have better produce to us. So it has nothing to do with that, but but it does have something to do with the story. So a couple of weeks ago, we go to our usual, buying onions and cilantro and zucchini or whatever they have that we want. And, you know, it's getting, it's a part of the year where farmer's markets are getting kind of thin. There's not a whole lot of produce to sell right now. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, lettuce and potato season. Or what they have left, actually. Right. So I walk up, we, we buy the onions, and I ask the guy, and I said, how much longer do you, I, does this, okay, so this is how I'm talking, literally, I'm stumbling. <laughs> I said, so how, um, so like, when, when will this close? Are you guys here for for the whole time? <laughs> and the guy looks at me, he goes, um, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And then he turns to the older gentleman who's arranging the onions at the end of the of their tent. And he says, this, summons him. And he comes up to us. He goes, can I help you? And I said, well, I was just curious how much longer you will be here he goes oh we're here till noon i said no 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 i mean like for the season right are you guys closing he goes uh no we're here we're here all the time and i said okay well thank you very much daryl is literally guiding me away from these people (laughs) he's literally taking me and physically moving me away from them like okay and so what do i do gracias (laughs) you're stupid (laughs) and he goes okay you need to leave them alone. Gracias. I wanted to know how long they were going to be here. And I, I want said, them to know I understand. And he's just like, but they don't understand you. I said, it really would have been nice if you had backed me up. He goes, well, honey, I would have had I known what you were trying to say to them. <laughs> but I don't know. You were talking like Yoda. <laughs> and I'm like, I, you're speaking campos. I mean, I cannot do it. And I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely right. And you know what? We come from a long line of people that don't know how to speak a declarative sentence. It does not begin with me. No, we have some stutterers in the family and it's 
stuttering. No, I can't even speak properly. I'm like, and, and what's worse is that they didn't speak any English and it was clear to me and I should have shut so, up. But no, I kept right. making it worse. I, I'm like you. I'll do that too. We understand each other. Right. But um, what's worse is, is like we get offended. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what I'm saying? Like, am I, I'm yes. speaking perfectly clear English, you know, check for right. hearing aid. I don't know what your problem is. I'm speaking with my mouth open. Right? It's just like, I don't I understand why you're not understanding what I'm trying to say here. And so, because we just think that we are making perfectly good sense. Well, in our minds, we certainly are. But but to the society around us, not so much. Especially ones that don't speak English very well. They make, that's probably more torturous than just watching my mouth move. God. And you know what? Sometimes, this is the worst part, because I have interacted in my job with a lot of people who there's a language barrier right and it's just like when that happens to me and i'm trying to explain you know like employee benefits or something like that (laughs) i i forget to even speak english like yeah the words just like my my, it's like my brain and all the words just start dumping out of my ears and it's just like we don't recognize any language now so (laughs) you're just gonna sit there and be like um uh um so um yeah. Well, you know, it's I can't think of anything to say. Well, here's what's worse is that when I was in this situation, you didn't start in- shouting at them or anything, did you? <laughs> I did raise my voice. Why? But- it's not going to help them understand you better. Like it might be more clear if I was speaking loudly. They're just like she's not deaf. She just doesn't speak English. <laughs> yeah. And so then, um, in my mind, and I'm. I almost acted upon it, but Daryl started leading me away. Oh, and maybe God. because he knew that it was eventually going to occur. <laughs> what, you were going to try was, and use your high school Spanish? I was starting to file through my high school Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, what can I say? Abierto. Quanto. Abierto. El onio. El onions. Oh, my God. It would have been so brutal. I am so glad that didn't happen. Another one. I don't know. Do you have another one queued up? Because I can tell you another one for me that I hate. Oh, of being awkward? Yes, I hate posing for pictures. Yeah, and you know why? This is the funny thing. There's a picture of the four of us, and Stephanie and I pose exactly the same, and you and Allison pose exactly the same. You and Allison both stand there with your hands behind your back, and Stephanie and I both sit there with our hands on our vaginas, and I don't know why. (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) Like, we have our hands on our inner thigh, but it looks like, you know, we're literally like, you know, like, here's my hands and here's my vagina. true and you and Allison are sitting there with like that hee hee kind of smile on your face I don't even know what to do and you know when when somebody says okay say cheese I'm thinking about people on the red carpet and how they do all their poses I'm like okay I gotta find one of those poses so that I look natural yet I I don't look like I'm trying too hard it is so difficult and it's stressful I just try and lately I would say the last couple years I'm just trying to remember to stick my chin out as far as I can so I don't look like a freaking turtle in every picture right they're all just trying to be natural. I'm like, I look ugly natural. I now recognize why when they were positioning you in school, yes. you felt all contorted, but the pictures actually turned out. I mean, right? granted, if they were middle school pictures, it wouldn't matter how contorted you were. You were just going to be ugly. But every time I look at a picture and I'm like, okay, I look terrible. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Why don't these people understand that they have to take a picture and by looking down on us, look down on you. You can't do a straight ahead shot. I come up with all these gazillion reasons why i'm awkwardly posed when really it's just me it's just me i'm the only one that looks dumb because i don't know what to do with myself i'm so awkward so this other one on the list 
lulls in conversation result in you saying anything and everything to fill the silence. Oh, yes. I've done that before, and usually... You know, I'm famous for saying the absolute wrong thing. <laughs> and I'm always the one that says, like, the obvious things, too. Like, the obviously rude thing that you're not supposed to say. Oh. <laughs> yes. You know, like, like I'll literally walk into a funeral or something. Everyone's crying. I'd be like, Jesus, who died? I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> so true. You but can't help just, yourself. It's just no. one of those things. Yeah. Well, the other one that I saw that made me laugh, actually, is big problem with small talk. <laughs> I can't do small talk. And I will give you an example. We live in a new neighborhood from last year. Christmas time, everyone around here is very jovial and neighborly. And sure. the neighbors that are kitty corner to us on the street, the husband, who I can never remember his name, I keep telling everybody his name is Randy and it's not Randy. And right now I don't even know what it is. <laughs> Sorry, Randy. He and his son <laughs> come to the door and it's like two days before Christmas. And his wife, his lovely wife, made a plate of Christmas cookies. And they were delivering all the cookies to the neighbors. And so I opened the door and I am in sweats and a t-shirt and my hair's in a pony bun. And I have no makeup on because it's only been two weeks since I've been out of the hospital. So I'm still kind of gimping around. Right. I opened the door. Merry Christmas. I'm like, oh, hi. Thank you. And I'm like, oh, thanks for the cookies. And, I, and so, so what do I do? I said, I'm really sorry I look like this. Oh, I just got out of the hospital. And they're like, what? <laughs> I said, I just got out of the hospital. It's been, it hasn't been that long. And so I'm still kind of like, you know, dealing. And they're like, oh my God, that's terrible. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I had a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> they had to Why? remove my head. Oh, I told okay, them, okay, mom. Wait. <laughs> It gets worse because then I go, some intestines got in there and they had to take them out. <laughs> It was so gross. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I look at them. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I can't take it. And they're just standing there, glassy eyed, like, oh my God. Here, just take these fucking cookies. Yeah, like, we don't, God. And I'm like, and I'm like, I am so sorry. Thank you for the cookies. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And I just shut the door. I'm like, Were you why? on like a pain pill or something? My no. God. And I'm like, why do I do that? What is wrong with me? Why can't I just say, thank you, Merry Christmas. How's the kids? You know, I move on with my life. Anything. I don't know how to do small, small talk, apparently. It's true. It's true. Good I... God. What? Like, he wants to know that I had dead intestines? Like, what? <laughs> what the hell? I'm like, I know it's really gross. Sorry. And then, of course, I think I even mentioned him like, oh, that was just like the worst scar. And I'm like, oh, my God. Shut Stop up. Stop talking. Shut see? up. And of course, Daryl wasn't home because normally he would answer the door. Exactly. Yeah. He definitely needs to be like the PR person for the house or for you. Jesus. He has to be my PR person. He has to like wrangle me. I he has to manage me. I can't be trusted to say anything. It's really I true. Believe it. I'm like, you know what? This, but this is so typical. This is what I do. This is what so, I say. So there's this one where it says, you know, tripping and falling on air, basically. Oh, God. And I don't know why this happens. And <laughs> this was a funny story, but I was pulled over on the side of the freeway. My ex was in the car in front of me, and one of the kids was going to get in his car because we were trying, we were stuck in really bad traffic, and we were going to use the carpool lane. So I had one child, he had the other, but we needed to pull over to get the child in the other car. 
Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I get really nervous pulling over on the side of the freeway because, you know, cars are whizzing by and... Well, people die. Right. So I like get kind of panicky. And so I jump out of the passenger door, like the other side. Yeah. And I parked like next to the embankment or whatever. So I start walking towards his car because I was going to try and help my son because I was like nervous about it and I slid on a rock or something (laughs) and so I fell between my car and like the embankment oh my god and not hard but I mean I just slid and I I, you know my knee went down and I was like ow you know and then I look up and there's my ex and my son and he's staring at me he's like what are you doing (laughs) I I was like I was I was gonna go get Ryan he's like I'm bringing him and he's just like Jesus Paula you know like Like, he just just kidding because he he just you know he unfortunately knows me and knows that I just yes I'm awkward (laughs) he knows you are awkward oh please I'm awkward I remember one time and I and this story it's like it happened to me yesterday I was a cheerleader in high school and we were at a football game and it was a big game it was at a big stadium and I'm sure they still do this. It's it's way bigger now, but back then we would make big posters and we we'd run out into the middle of the field and we'd you know the the guys would run through the posters you know after you know yeah, yeah. the beginning uh-huh. of the game. Okay, so we're all running out there and you know when you're when you're a cheerleader you're like yeah yeah and you're running out there with your pom poms oh, and you're no. all excited running <laughs> in the middle of the field on wet grass or something. <laughs> oh, it was worse. I ran and it was in the middle of the field, <laughs> dead center field, and I tripped over nothing. I was just running and I tripped over my own feet and fell. My skirt flew up and showed my whole ass to the 500 people or however many people were there watching. My knees were completely muddied in front of me, (laughs) my elbows, because I fell like a table and then had to get up and quickly scurry on all fours away because guess what? The football players were stampeding and I almost got trampled to death by a bunch of football players. It was God. humiliating. And I'm like, well, and this of course, be mom and dad are probably in the audience and they're just like, oh, that poor girl. I wonder where her parents are. And they're just like, oh, oh please. Like, our parents ever went to any of my games. I was going to say, they wouldn't even please. be there. I, they were not there. We know better than that. Well, now we know yeah. why. They probably <laughs> yeah, just know it was only going to end in disaster. After right? a while, I mean, who knows at what age that started? They probably just got tired of having to acknowledge us as their children. <laughs> <sighs> so many bruises, so many humiliating falls. Speaking of, I guess, the opposite of awkward and falling and bruises, the Olympics have been on. The the Winter Olympics. Um, Not that anyone thought it was the Summer Olympics, but um, (laughs) it's just now, I think, starting to get to the sports that are good. Because when I came into work earlier this week, everyone was saying, they're just like, God, if I watch any more ice dancing or curling, I think I'm going to die. And we were talking, everyone was talking about the curling because it's just such a weird sport. I don't even know why it's a sport. I'm like, but those bitches take it seriously they do it was the swedes versus the russians and i kid you not they were sliding across the that ice with that stone like it was like someone's life was on the effing life line depended on it. right yes. and then when they came to it they start ah, ah, they start shouting and then they'd start like you know they mop that floor <laughs> like it's nobody's business i know I made my arms tired just watching well i have no arm strength so i could never be a curler well, I, mean, I would never do it just because I would slide and fall and hit my chin. I mean, I could never do it. It's on ice. 
Well, I could, I'd start doing the mopping thing and then I'd be like, my arms are tired. It's I like, don't... what? Oh, I can't do this anymore. It's like, it's like the hand job that won't end, you know? It's just like, you're either going to have to get there or we're going to have to stop because my arms are tired. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Is this the, is this the only job there is with curling? Is there something else that I can do? Perhaps I can stand at the end right. and yell or is there some other thing that I can perhaps do? But I just think it's such a weird sport and, and, but I feel the same way about ice dancing. I'm like... Why is ice dancing a sport? I don't understand the difference. You know what? And I don't want someone to explain it to me because I'll be I'll be bored. But I don't know what the difference is between ice dancing, doubles, ice skating, pair skating. I feel like I feel like it's a poor man's pair skating because there's no jumps. Oh, so it's just like it's okay. the same thing, just no jumping. But I'm like, but that's right. not like a that's that shouldn't even be a sport. Then that should that's be it's like a remedial, ice. right? You know what? I don't even want to get into it. It bores me to death. But my point is, is that yes, there are some weird categories in the Winter Olympics. And I was watching last night. You and I were kind of watching it at the same time. <laughs> Finally, the decent ice skating the competition began. Skating, the women's yeah. figure skating, and it was the short program, and there was some upsets. But the one that you and I actually kind of focused on was the little girl from the Bay Area, from San Jose. Her name's Paulina. Her mom is her coach, and she actually miraculously—not even miraculously, just shockingly did so well that she ended up going to the Olympics. And I don't think they ever thought that was going to happen. She's only like 15. She's very young. She's gangly. She must be tall because... She looks tall. She looked like a baby giraffe with ice skates on. She really did look like a little gazelle. And... The reason that I, I it was funny because Daryl and I were watching, and of course I'm like, "What's with the brown legs?" God. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, her, "Couldn't handle it." Her nylons that she is wearing are brown. I mean, brown, brown, and she is not a brown girl. She's no. a white girl. So and she's very fair skinned. So I couldn't really understand why she was being fitted with these br- like literally deer brown legs, and she looked gangly. She, although she she did have some moments of brilliance, I thought you know she. Looked looked really pretty but i didn't see it then she's followed by the girl from south korea comes out she does her routine and she looks like it's like swan lake yeah yeah she looks like wind on the on the ice right i i was like it's like a it's like a glass cherry blossom ornament gliding across you know a a japanese garden you know it was just like everything everything of beauty it was effortless and flowed i mean so i was watching it and i said you know what's really sad it's not sad but this little gangly girl from the bay area got galopoli coming out (laughs) floppy hop right right just you know gangling and flangling all over the ice yes you know i mean it looks okay but i mean it's just like geez she clearly has like short of a pimple popping on her face while she was skating it just everything about it was awkward it was awkward and a lot of that is this her mom is her coach as i said (laughs) which also and the the fact is is that they didn't expect that she was going to make that level of competition so quickly and so if you look at all of those other girls and her she had clearly a less than expensive outfit 
And obviously those leggings were not matched to her skin. And then you see somebody like Gracie Gold come out who's in this brilliantly bejeweled, you know, with real Swarovski crystals, silk and all of these things, you know, like amazing, like their outfits are worth like 10 and 12 grand. she's probably got sponsors or... Well, they all do. Yeah. And they probably train with the best coaches in the world. And so, you know, and then you've got this... Bird. (laughs) Yeah. Then you've got this little Polina girl who has her mom telling her to look up and she's wearing her little you know hand-me-down dress she's i mean got it would have been pink lipstick on and <laughs> it would have been cute if she had won but she just isn't she wasn't ready she just wasn't ready for that stage it's just she's dealing with she's like the little rookie who was yeah. just good enough to make it but you know she's a so rookie here's the funny thing about the olympics so we've basically just picked apart you know this olympic skater i know little girl now i'm going to ask you on one hand, can you count how many times you've been ice skating? Yes. Okay. I, I can too. And in fact, probably combined, it's still between the two of us, it's probably still just one hand that it's we've been ice skating. Yes. Yet, it's true. Apparently, we are experts. We know at, everything. And, and that's the thing I think that's so <laughs> funny about the Olympics is right. you can watch one sport for five minutes and you can pick that shit apart and you are Bob Costas. You know everything. Less the, you know, fart eye conjunctivitis oh, God, that was really funny but and i'm like that's probably the part about the olympics this is that was my favorite is everybody becomes a fan or they know inside and out like and our parents are famous like I, i've never seen mom talk such no nonsense about speed skating or <laughs> like she you knows know. everything because she thinks that apollo ono <laughs> right? is a cute and, cute and you think we're awkward put mom in a pair of ice skates and see what happens <laughs> <laughs> she would fall in hemorrhage are you kidding <laughs> it just it I don't it even think she awful. could get up off the bench. I mean, it just... <laughs> she would never... First of all, she, she's like, hey, when I was a little girl, I could skate. I'm like, well, let's go. Well, no, right. I'm not going to do that now. She would walk in there and be I'll like, kill it's, myself. it's really cold in here. Why is it... Well, mom, it's an ice <laughs> rink, you know? Here's an example of awkward. Our mom, when she was in sales and she was doing really, really well, <laughs> oh, she went on a ski trip with all of her clients. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because she got really hurt. And so she's like, well, I've never really been skiing. They're like, oh, no problem. This is an easy slope. So she goes up and they're like, she's like, it was not an easy slope. And she went down. It was a black diamond. And she goes down. It was a black diamond. And she went down and she was terrified. And then she's trying to get down the hill she's like i just wanted to get down the hill she tumbled and broke a rib no, she I mean, skied straight into the side of the mountain she and did she, and she broke like four ribs she did and then had to go all the way down then she took <laughs> off her skis and that was the last first and what last mom was thinking like if <laughs> if anyone should never play a sport <laughs> it's it our mother her I know. Anyways, so it's funny to hear everyone talk about the Olympics. So someone said, they're like, why? I just think that it would be more interesting if they did the Olympics, you know, like they used to do in Greece style. And I'm just like, who's going to run around naked naked in the snow? That's what I said. They didn't have snow back then. They didn't have snow back then. And they said, well, they probably didn't have the Winter Olympics back then. I'm like, well, that's probably a good point. Well, that's what I meant. But I'm like, I don't want to see anyone doing like the freaking like long jump ski thing you know leaning with no forward pants on. with the, their little dingly you know flapping her in the breeze by the way daryl thought it was really funny when we were having our sex show that we couldn't say penis that we called it everything but penis 
We called it a dingaling, a dong, and all of this other stuff. He's like, it, it just slays me. You'll use every word in the book, but you won't say penis. Well, so I mean, penis, 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 penis. It just sounds so clinical. I don't know. It sounds like a bad word. Well, I mean, for a sex show, I mean, how often when you're having sex, you're just like, oh, I want your rock hard <laughs> penis inside well, I'm sh- of well, me. Well, trust me, I don't think dingling is ringing any bells well, that's true. in bed. So <laughs> That would be a case for giggling, I suppose. Well, but... the so la- was, I think it was last night we were watching that one guy, his name is Ted Ligety, and he is oh, a yeah. downhill downhill skier mm-hmm. and um he won the gold usa won the gold for that but his parents were in the audience and daryl and i were watching it and his dad literally grabbed his wife's breasts when he won she put her hands up in the air to cheer and he to gra- and he grabbed his wife's boobs when he why because he was so excited i don't think he realized what he was doing so we screenshotted it and we posted it as a Twitter feed, as a Twitter picture. I tweeted it out because it was so funny to me. It's like his son wins the Olympics and what does he do? He cops a feel immediately. He grabs immediately. a tit, yeah. Grabs a boob. And it was just so funny because you don't, I mean, I'm sure he was beyond stoked. He wasn't even thinking that he was grabbing his wife's breast, but it was just hilarious. That's another awkward moment where like you accidentally like touch someone or graze someone or they oh, graze, graze you. I, I can't tell you how penises. many times that's happened to oh, me God. where, yeah. I've and I don't even mean to. I'm like, oops, sorry, I didn't mean to touch your penis. And then you I have to, to say it. Crotch. Like, why can't I just let it? Like, why can't you be like, oops, sorry? It, yeah, like, why? Yeah, share an awkward glance and be like, oops, sorry. You know, kind of like, you know, not even say oops, sorry. Just have like the universal eye contact for oops, oh, sorry. God. I have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to touch your penis. You know, like uh, th- there, I would probably say penis. But why I mean, would I ever tell anybody about? the grossness of my operation when they're handing over christmas cookies well it's i was gonna thing. hope that it was just because you were drugged but i guess it's no, just because you're awkward i wish i wish that had been the case but no it's so. awkwardness it's just plain awkwardness and these olympians have none of it i think the problem that i'm having with this winter olympics is i actually really love the olympics i admire people who are that coordinated and that skilled at something that that's the that's the highest level that they will ever achieve and it's really amazing but i can't deal with the time difference there's a 12 hour time difference and so everything's already happened oh yeah tonight is the long program for the women's figure skating and i already know who won and that annoys me to no end well before the internet yeah you didn't have to worry about that you had to actually wait it ruins everything, but then again, what we would we wouldn't exist without it. So anyway, well, I think that's probably a wrap for this week. Yes, we've done enough damage for one week. We have done enough awkwardness. We want to thank everybody for sticking with us and coming back week after week. We know you're all enjoying the Olympics and the curling and the luging and. <laughs> you know, here's another thing I'll say. I'll just say last time what? about being awkward. Yes. Whenever I try and do like the death march, it always comes out the Darth Vader theme. I always go na 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 That's the same thing. I can't do it every time. And in my mind, I hear it correctly, but then when I go to say it, it always comes out Darth Vader. <laughs> what about when, I mean, and this has been going on f- since we were small children. Um, mom started it where we na- renamed places 
and we understand what we're saying to each other. Like Trader Joe's is Trader Gyps. Oh, right. Yeah. And now it's just the Gyps. And yeah. you know what? Daryl's even saying it now. I mean, it's literally <laughs> caught on. He's like, we mean the Gyps? I'm like, yeah, the Gyps. He should be or embarrassed. <laughs> the one time that you said to mom something about going to Long's. <laughs> what? She's a Hans? Hans? <laughs> we're going to Hans? No, I'm like, Long's. God. <laughs> she that still laughs about that. Pre-hearing aid days. Oh, Her God. Mom god i, love I mean it mother. was funny but jesus after a while we're like mom oh my god well and then <laughs> now i know where we get it because then she yeah. would say things like like she would say something like hans i'm like mom i'm like there's not even a hans anything <laughs> like where did that come from like it's now just, you're just making things up it's just our own language apparently it's a real thing by the way hans? To look, no oh <laughs> no making up <laughs> <laughs> making up words that to replace words is a thing it's some kind of thing i don't See, know i have to look at the world because i'm like i know there's a bonds but i didn't there's think there was a hans there's no, and there's a longs but there's no hans right. there's a goldie hans it's but the, that's same not the same response i get every time and it just happened to be literally the day before yesterday i go to starbucks they ask me my name i get like anxiety about it now they're like <laughs> what name is it right. and i'm like <laughs> And I always try and like think like maybe if I enunciate it differently, like Paula, you know, like or something. I try and like P as in Paul, Paula. And, and they're just like, what, Holla? I'm like, yeah, it's fine, Holla. Just put whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> I'm the only one here. I'll stand at the end so the girl I'll can get it. I'll recognize it. So the girl it. can just shout in my face, you know, because they always have to yell. And I'm like, I'm right here, you know, like, <laughs> I'm right here. Is there a big long line, you know, like, I, I just, you know, Grande soy latte with one cup of vanilla for Hala. I'm like, yes, that's mine. Thank you. <laughs> yes. You really have to shut my face. Jesus. So. All right. On well. that note, thank you for listening. Thank you for the yeah. Amazon orders. And we have our PayPal button if you want to donate money. You don't have to. I'm just saying it's there. It's on our <laughs> website. No, it is. It's definitely on our website. So uh, keep clicking. Keep listening. And keep being awkward because you know we will be. Because we are. <laughs> we sure as shit are. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry. We'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with the Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.